Ted. Hello and welcome to Shelly Carney Livestream Coach. Tonight we will be talking about social audio. I'm your host, Shelly Carney. This is my co-host, Toby Ennis. Stay with us. Are you an encore entrepreneur, over age 50 and want to produce a live stream, podcast, and blog to expand your brand and business? Come experience live stream coaching with Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice. Every week you'll receive motivation, encouragement, and supportive tips and tools to design a creative media campaign that will attract an audience full of friends, leads, and new clients. Subscribe today and discover the steps to mastering technology, content creation, and digital marketing that will bring you success, fun, and fulfillment as you expand your branded online presence. Alright, uh, so tonight we're talking about the advantages of social audio for the encore entrepreneur. Yeah. Why don't you slide over in the shop since you're talking. Yeah. Because when you put up the I believe social audio is the newest trend in online engagement and it offers an immediate strategic method for attracting leads and clients. So why not try it out, right? I'm Charlotte Carney, I'm a podcasting and live streaming host, coach, consultant, and entrepreneur personal development expert, an interviewer, a podcaster, an author, a presenter, an introvert, a nine on the Enneagram, and a Clubhouse member. That's right. You too be a Clubhouse member. You're not just a member. You are a Clubhouse moderator. club owner and moderator. You bought the, you bought the club by uh, working in it. But yeah, we, we do it together. Anywho. People know that we're partners. <laughs> then why are you in this picture? I don't know. <laughs> well, primarily because I'm, I'm not in here, but list, yeah, I took the picture. So let's talk about this. What is social audio? For those of you who don't know what it is or are completely familiar with it, let's talk about what it is. Social audio is real-time audio that allows listeners to actively participate in the dialogue. It is an audio-only virtual event. Some people describe it as the YouTube of audio or live streaming meets podcasting. Ooh, that's good. I like that description. And social audio is content marketing, so it is in our purview to discuss it with you. What are the advantages of social audio for the encore entrepreneur? You get to meet new people. You can increase your brand awareness. You can connect with colleagues and prospects. And you get to multitask while listening or interacting. A lot of people have grown tired of this type of interface 
video calling or um, being on live video or the uh, Zoom, Zoom call. Yeah. They're calling it Zoom fatigue. People are a little tired for, for a couple of reasons. You have to consider the way you look because people will see that and, um, you know, first impressions are important. You want people to judge you highly. And also, you have to sit still in front of a camera all day if you're on screen. Whereas if you are just on the phone with social audio, you get to walk around, uh, you can wear a headset, and you know, it could be wireless, and you can your phone on the counter while you run around the kitchen cleaning and doing things and cooking and, and getting stuff done, and you can be gardening, or some people do it and drive, I don't do it and drive, but some people do that. Um, go for a walk. There's a lot of things that you can do while you're participating in social audio that you can't do if you're on a Zoom call, for instance. And you don't have to be all gussied up. That's right. Yeah, it's hard for me to get pretty every day just for Zoom calls. When I'm on a, on a clubhouse call, I don't, my hair's a wreck. I know you worry about that. <laughs> but well, I wanted to make another point there. Oh. Because you mentioned uh, the um, going for a walk. Mm -hmm. You couldn't do that with a live stream. And the reason is once you leave your house and you're out of the area of this wireless, this high speed wireless that we have here, you have to deal with your cell phone wireless, right? Your cell phone's version of cellular service. Well, when you're trying to live stream, you're putting out a very broad, very wide signal because it has, it's, it's like 92% video and 8% audio, but it's big. And once you, uh, if you're not in a 4G or 4G LTE or now 5G area, um, you're going to have a hard time with that signal. The nice thing about um, social audio is that it's audio only. So it's a very, it requires a very narrow bandwidth, which means you could go and um, uh, take a walk and listen to an active, even as you swapped out from your wireless, you know, in, in here, uh, to your cellular system's wireless outside, it, the bandwidth is so, it's so narrow, you could walk with it. Yeah. Until you walked out of range. And, and people do. Yeah. So I, a lot of times if you're on a Zoom call, you know, some people who are out and about, uh, they turn off their video and they just listen, listen to audio. And, and yeah. my audio right. so that uh, they, they can still participate. Right. And a lot of people prefer that, so this is an option. What opportunities exist in social audio? You get to share your brand or founding story uh, you get to connect with customers. You can run an impromptu focus group to talk to people about uh, perhaps something that you're thinking about developing or a product that you have sitting on the shelf that you have more information about to see if anybody would be interested in that or if you should develop something further. And you can promote your products, services, or events. But what's the best way to get started? What we're going to tell you applies to Clubhouse because that is the platform that we use for our social social audio. There are other uh, a 
available platforms, but the one that we recommend for encore entrepreneurs who want to attract an audience and um, get leads and clients is Clubhouse. It is most set up for that. Uh, other platforms are more set up for either casual conversation or uh, talking to celebrities uh, in the sports or music field. So that's what Spotify offers with its green room. So if you are an encore entrepreneur and you want to connect with clients, we recommend Clubhouse. And so that's the, um, the platform that we're talking about from here on out. So what's the best way to get started on Clubhouse? May I mention that if you do want to know more about the other social audio options, watch our Tuesday night show on the podcast and the live streaming channel uh, because we covered all of them. That's right. So you want to start out by finding rooms and conversations that are a good fit for your areas of expertise and for your brand. Then show up consistently to share your knowledge and thought leadership as you offer expertise, share insights, provide useful information, and ask questions that enrich conversations. These are the things that are appreciated by the people running the club, the moderators, and the audience. Uh, what's not appreciated is somebody who gets up and just talks about themselves. I have a business where I do such and such, and my product does this and that, and people don't care. <laughs> uh, unless you're in a room where they have specifically given you the opportunity right. to pitch your story, your business, your podcast, whatever. If you're going into a room where the topic is, say, uh, the best tools for podcasting. There you go. There's a good one. Uh, then, you know, standing up there and saying, you know, getting up on stage and saying, well, I've been podcasting for years, and I want you all to go visit the podcast because it's pretty awesome. And I interviewed these people, and you're you're off topic. And uh, what you want to do is stay on topic, and people will appreciate that more. Um, and uh, they have control of whether you get to speak or not. Right, the uh, room, the the people that initiated the room, and then they appoint people. They appoint the moderators. If you get up there and uh, get off topic, they can literally put you back down in the audience. And uh, so it's a good way to control that. Uh, we've been very successful at getting going into a room and contributing in a very positive way. And what we've discovered is that the more we contribute in a very positive way without, you know, without talking about ourselves or what we're doing, we can do that in your uh, bio if you want. Uh, but that's, we've discovered, is the best way to build up the following. Uh, is by just contributing freely without any expectation of any kind of That's right. And sometimes you may end up in a room that is just casual conversation, and that's all people want. They don't want business pitch at that point. You have to uh, kind of decide by the title of the room and the club what it is they're talking about, and if that's something that you want to talk about before you go in, and if that's a good use of your time. So what is the natural progression for social audio participation? And again, I'm going to refer to our Clubhouse progression. Number one, begin by familiarizing yourself with the platform and how it works. That could take a day or two. 
uh, playing around with it. Number two, join rooms, listen, and contribute whenever possible. Number three, follow clubs and speakers who are a good fit for your industry or brand. You don't want to follow clubs willy-nilly. Oh, that sounds something like I might, I might, I might check that out. Uh, because the ones that you follow determine the algorithm of what is going to be presented to you in the future. So you really want to focus on those things that are most important to you and your reason for being there. Let's talk about algorithm for a little bit. Right Did you mention that? Okay. So in, in, in most, well, I would say in all social media platforms, uh, they have developed something that everybody refers to, generically speaking, as the algorithm. And the algorithm is sensitive to your behaviors. So the same algorithm, but it looks at you, and if you're watching, if you're on YouTube, and you're watching videos about microscopes, it presents you videos about microscopes. Um, if you watch videos about microscopes that have imagery of, uh, of single-cell animals, animalcules, uh, then it shows you more of that. And it's true for each platform. On TikTok, it's the For You page. They call it the For You page, as opposed to who you're following. And it depends on your behaviors. If you scroll up, how long you stay with a particular video, whether you like a particular video, whether you comment on it. But each of these platforms are getting progressively more uh, sophisticated about how they use that to present you information. Now, um, that's good news and, and bad news. The good news is it only shows you the things that you indicate an interest in. The bad news is it only shows you the things that you indicate an interest in. And so you don't expand your area, and that's how people get trapped into, you know, uh, cults and and uh, beliefs and echo chambers, right? So there's a there's good news and bad news associated with it. What you have to do is be aware that if it sees you spending a lot of time in issues related to the Constitution, it's going to present you more and more of those issues without concern of whether what they're presenting you is factual or not. And uh, so the algorithm has some, they, they haven't, you know, the, the algorithm, they've been at this algorithm development for a while now, and it's getting progressively better, but it's also getting progressively better. I mean, there, there's, every time I say something about it, it, you know, if I say it's a good algorithm, it, 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 there's good news and there's bad news on each side of that. Uh, Edward R. Murrow used to have a saying that every, every situation has facts that uh, that could uh, that could develop a case for either either side and that's what's happening uh and so the algorithm can be a good thing depending on what you're looking for or it could be a bad thing and almost as i said every social media platform whether it's facebook youtube linkedin these social media at those social audio applications Charlie's talking about they have this algorithm so the more time you spend with this specific topic the more times you like that the more times you comment on it, uh, the more it's going to present you those uh, similar topics. That's right. So if you are looking to expand, you want to um, plan that out expand and, and do some expanding. But uh, just recognize that you're going to start off narrow. And you want to evaluate every now and then to make sure that you're meeting your goals with where you've uh, decided to set up camp. 
And each, if any one of these, if you start getting concerned that the algorithm is starting to, to pigeonhole you, you know, then use the search tool and start searching for alternatives. If you, if you, like I said, if you, if it starts uh, pigeonholing you as a guy who likes uh, microscopy, and you realize, oh, well, there's other subjects in science in the area of science that I'm interested in. Search that area of science. Start looking for, and it starts picking up the fact that you have interest in other cases as well. And it'll start presenting you that stuff, and then and then you balance it out yourself. One day it's a little bit of my, about uh, microscopy, and one day it's a little bit about astronomy. So uh, you can you can manage your algorithm as long as you don't get stuck. And the, the problem is people will get stuck in a rut where they suddenly find themselves on the wrong side of this algorithm and they don't want to be there. They don't know how to get out. Best way to get out is start searching for alternatives. First do a show on algorithms one day. Al Gore. Al Gore rhythms. <laughs> That's what Al Gore does. He probably dances like every other <laughs> politician. Yeah, old white guy does. So, again, number one, begin by familiarizing yourself with the platform and how it works. Number two, join rooms, listen, and contribute whenever possible. Number three, follow clubs and speakers who are a good fit for your industry or brand. Number four, show up consistently and offer value. Number five, create a room for regular conversations about a topic in your area of expertise and then build a following. And number six, create your own club and invite others to join your club. Yeah, that, that uh, uh, form your own club doesn't happen automatically on most of these things. That's why it's like a club. Yeah. <laughs> it, it'll take you time to get there. You have to, uh, you have to show up. That's the first thing. You have to contribute. You have to build up a little bit of a following, and then eventually they'll. And and I I couldn't I can't tell you what what's required. They have requirements that are whoever knows. You know we, I don't know how it's the number of hours you spend or the number of rooms you've been in, the number of times you've commented or whatever, the number of followers. There's some weird other algorithm. Uh, that they use to determine when you're able to form your own club, and as you can you can establish a room anytime you want. And again, we're talking about clubhouse. Right. But uh, what makes you valuable to others is to form a club that's topical. Our club is uh, rewire, not retire, and uh, targeted at the plus fifty um, audience. Um, and it took us I don't know three months before they let us form. Yeah, you know, a club. They let us form rooms. We we were we practiced. Now there are many clubs that you can join that will allow you, uh, as a member, to create rooms within that club. So as long as it's on time. You just uh, just reach out to the founder of the club, let them know that you're interested in doing that, and uh, work that out with them. And, uh, they're usually really open to that sort of thing as long as you're reliable and consistent. Yeah. What are the biggest challenges in social audio marketing? Consistency. Because it takes time, you've got to stay resilient and show up. So one of the ways that you can do that is schedule on your calendar two to three hours each week to prospect for connections and then stick to that schedule. You can also schedule one to two hours each week to run your own room. 
and we just talked to you about uh, running a room or a club. You don't have to have a club to have a room, and you can do a room by yourself, or you can do a room with somebody else, or you can do a room in somebody else's club. There are many ways to run a room. Make that decision and then schedule it and stick with it. Promote your room on all of your social media channels. Let everybody know, hey, I'm going to be talking about such and such on such and such day, time, be there, and uh, you know, let everybody know what's happening so that they'll show up as well. In fact, if you were in our Facebook group, you would know that we did a Clubhouse uh, audio event on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be doing another one on next Tuesday. Nice. This is our Facebook group. We hope that if you are a legacy live streamer or encore entrepreneur over the age of 50 and you're interested in learning more about leveraging your content, you'll join us within our Facebook group and it is called Leveraging Your Content. When you when I give you the uh, when I give you the, the mouse, I forget to do the banner. The other challenge is choice. There are many choices. There's choices of platforms, there's choices of clubs, there's choices of rooms, there's choices of people you want to hang out with, lots and lots of choices to make. So choose and focus on one platform that best fits your industry. We suggest Clubhouse if you're an encore entrepreneur looking to connect with other business people. We find it is uh, set up for that. At this point in time, we feel it's the best option. There may eventually come a time when LinkedIn or somebody else offers uh, something similar. So uh, as at this point in time, we recommend Clubhouse for that. Be patient with changes and updates happening frequently during the early stages of development. There's new updates all the time. Things change. Flow with it. It's okay. You know, it's <laughs> it's a process. Clubhouse actually has town hall meetings every Sunday where they announce all the changes that they're going to make in the next week so that uh, so that their uh, clients are aware of what's happening. Mm -hmm. And Twitter and Instagram links are the only clickable links you can add to Clubhouse. So you want to get used to DMs and using Instagram frequently. Make sure your Instagram is set up, it has your bio, it has posts on it because if people go to check you out, they're very likely going to click on your Instagram link and expect to go to your Instagram page and see who you are and what you're about. And if there's nothing there or if you don't even hook it up to Instagram, you're losing out on possible connections. And the reason that's so important is because the product, product itself, the platform itself, doesn't have an option for uh, communicating outside of the room. Uh, and so the way they got around that was they gave you the ability to uh, include your Twitter um, handle and your Instagram uh, handle. And Instagram is, of course, you know, has the uh, DM feature. Twitter is just, you can communicate by tweets. Um, we're hoping that sooner or later, uh, as they add features to the product, one of the features that they will add is the capability for either uh, direct messages and or private messages. Right now, they don't have that. They basically tell you 
uh, we don't have that use Instagram for your direct messaging. So you should have an Instagram account. And it should be, as Shelly said, uh, a complete Instagram account in case somebody does want to get in touch with you. Um, and like I said, uh, eventually we hope uh, that they'll avoid having to go to Instagram by adding that feature on your PMs or DMs uh, to the uh, Clubhouse account, Clubhouse property. Keep in mind, people may start following you on Instagram, so it's an opportunity for you to post on your Instagram page or feed about what it is that you do and who you like to connect with and, you know, things that you might want to post on your social media account. You're going to need to start posting more often on Instagram. And I made the mistake, uh, actually, I'll admit to this one, I made the mistake of tying my personal Instagram account to uh, to uh, Clubhouse. And before I knew it, and, and I had a very small following on Instagram, my photographs, what I do on Instagram, are, you know, personal photos, um, sometimes dealing with my interests, but sometimes it's just I'm with the grandkids. And I made the mistake of using that one, and suddenly I found myself with 450 followers, most of whom I didn't know, but who were following me on Clubhouse and then went to my Instagram account for other communications. And I was I, I literally had to switch them out. I eventually switched out uh, that uh, on, on Clubhouse, my personal account for a business account. And that made my life a lot easier because the last thing that they want to see is, you know, right. what flower I was disassembling under the microscope. Well, they might have some interest, but at the same time, you're missing an opportunity then for them to see what's on your business page. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, how can you grow a following on Clubhouse? Good question, right? Lots of information here. Be sure the rooms you enter are relevant to your industry and get to know the people who frequent them. Toby got to know several people because he was in those rooms a lot, and he would see them, he would follow them. He would get up on stage and speak, and they would follow him back and start following each other on Instagram. It becomes a community. Be active on the app and show up on stages. It's important to be on stage. If you're always in the audience, nobody's going to get to know you. Choose smaller rooms to increase the chances of speaking on stage and raise your hand as soon as possible. So if you want to get on stage, and get practice speaking and get to talk, go to, this, go to the rooms that are smaller, you know, 10 to 15 people in them, and immediately raise your hand if it's, you know, in the top, you'll see the topic in the name of the club in the room, you're gonna know what they're talking about. If that's enough interest to you that you're gonna be in that room, you're gonna spend your time in there, then get up on stage, raise your hand right away, have them bring you up and get to talk right away and make the best use of your time as possible. So I was going to say, part of the um, the nature of this particular beast is that um, in order to get up on stage, you either have to be invited and occasionally get an invitation from one of the moderators, and they'll ask, do you want to come up? They'll, they'll get a message that says, do you want to come up on stage? Most of the time, if they don't know you, you have to click a button that effectively raises your hand and they make a decision about whether to invite you on stage. I don't always raise my hand until I've kind of examined the room and determined what they're talking about enough so that I feel like I can make a contribution. 
Now, because I have a wide variety of interests uh, when it comes to podcasting, live streaming, uh, studio building, etc., I can go on into almost any room, uh, and they start with questions and answers. The rooms are kind of designed so that the moderators are talking about things that are important to them, but they invite people to come up on stage, and if you have a question about podcasting, they'll do their best to answer them. And what I've discovered is that, uh, like all of us, they don't they don't cover the topic 100%. When they don't, that's your opportunity to raise your hand. And if they invite you up and uh, you, they, you, you choose to have your microphone open or not, you can say, may I contribute to the answer to that last question or the question that the, you might try to memorize the, the people's names that Mary asked. And then I just feed that back. Uh, anything I know about the topic. And they will pretty much let you talk uh, until you've either started repeating yourself or you've run out of good advice. Uh, but now you're up on stage. So every time somebody comes up for a question, uh, you can contribute. And the more you contribute, eventually they'll say, well, we'll just make you a moderator and you can, you can help manage uh, the room. Uh, so what's important is your timing when, when you decide to go up and whether or not uh, you make a contribution. You're not just up there to, to be on stage. Um, and then, you know, you do that often enough and people will say, you'll, you'll walk into the room and what they call the audience and uh, you'll get an invitation to come up on stage. You may not even have anything to say, but they know from past experience. And, and, and it's all based on their desire to make this a productive room. So if they have people that can, and you've heard me use this phrase before, hold up their end of the conversation from their experience, they'll invite you up onto that stage so that you can contribute uh, and keep the room active because there's nothing more, I guess, embarrassing to have a room that just isn't moving, that they're having to make up stuff to keep it going. So they would rather have lots of people talking lots of healthy things, a lot of, a lot of positive things. I have gone into a couple of rooms that my first reaction was, you know, I don't necessarily, was, uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you a good example. It was an anti-vaccine room. And I went in just to kind of listen to what they were saying. They brought me up on stage and then they invited me to speak. The, the, they called me by name and said, so what are your thoughts? And I was very, uh, you know, open. It was an anti-vax room and I'm not, I've had the vaccine. I believe in what it's doing. So I expressed my opinion. And so they let me talk and didn't come back at me real hard. Um, and then and then the conversation developed between myself and someone else in the room. They anti-vax, me pro-vax, and we just kept going back and forth. And they were okay with that. You know, they let it go because it was keeping the room active and interesting. And, um, and it wasn't a personal attack. It, it wasn't, well, there, there was a point at which I felt like the other person made an assumption that turned it personal. Mm -hmm. What I did was explain to her, no, that wasn't that wasn't what I was saying. It wasn't personal. It was this. And so I was in there for a long time. I was in there for probably 45 minutes in a room, but I was completely the opposite in, yeah. in terms of the conversation. So. Now, Toby likes to do that because he is a fan of debate, uh, high-quality debate. He was on the debate team in high school. So this is something he enjoys doing. 
But if you're only going to Clubhouse to develop a following so that you can improve your online presence and then, you know, have a growth in your business, then I would suggest that you narrow your focus mm -hmm. to those topics that are going to do that for you. Uh, stick with rooms and clubs and topics where your ideal client would be. And the, the other, uh, the other, I don't know, secret that I have when giving advice is I never give advice in the context of the person asking it. If someone has a problem, I always answer by starting by starting my my um, how I'm going to describe what I'm going to describe by by saying here's what I did in that situation, so that it's my you know it's me my opinion not a correction of what they were doing or even a recommendation, just here's what I did in that situation, and maybe you can use that. And if you haven't, then you can say, oh, I know somebody who mm -hmm. did this, and this is how that turned out. Right. All right, so back to our uh, ways of growing the following. Be active, show up on stages, choose smaller rooms, raise your hand. Offer value by asking or answering questions succinctly. Stay on topic. Don't rattle on and on and on. Uh, say what you need to say and then be done. And sometimes people will ask you follow-up questions, so be ready for that. Uh, but let them know you're done. Say, and I'm Shelly Carney, and I'm done speaking. And then everybody knows uh, it's back to the moderator. You just you know pass it back to the moderator at that point. So stay on topic and don't rattle on. Try not to repeat yourself. Uh, and if you find yourself repeating yourself, then wrap it up. Or getting off track. Yeah, there are some protocols in the room. Um, that is, questions and answers should be, as Shelley suggested, succinct. Um, you, when you're finished speaking, you say, uh, "My name is Toby Yunus, and I'm done speaking." And then you turn off your microphone. Uh, some people will forget to turn off the microphone, and that creates a lot of confusion in the room when they do that. Sometimes the moderators will turn it off for you. Uh, one of the things about Clubhouse is that when you're invited up on stage your microphone turns on automatically and you want to turn it off until you're asked to talk or until you really have a question, you're not interrupting somebody else. So uh, just keep an eye on those kinds of things that are part of the, I don't want to call them the clubhouse rules and regulations, just but etiquette. just etiquette uh, and protocol. Yeah. That's why it's good to, uh, to you know, go into a room. Don't be afraid to go into any room that you want to go into and just, you know, see what's going on, pay attention, listen. You know, watch what's happening, uh, see who's talking, and, and then if you feel like that room's not for you, you can just leave. Uh, there's a there's a button in the lower. It's okay to do that. There's a button in the lower left hand corner. It says, "Leave quietly," and nobody will notice this. Um, and then lastly, every time you open a room or join a stage, the people who follow you will get a notification that you are live. Uh, so you can be on stage in somebody else's club room, and your followers will be notified. So and so is speaking uh, in this room. Would you like to join? You know, it just gives people that notification. Once they have notifications turned off, uh, they'll get a little notification on their phone that says that. So if they go, oh, I, I know her, and I want to watch her, so I'll click on that and I'll go listen to what she has to say. And sometimes. Um, 
they'll do a room refresh where they will take everybody off the stage except for the main moderators and uh, they'll refresh the room and in that they'll announce again what the room is about, what's been happening in the room for the past 20, 30 minutes or however long it has been since they opened the room. And uh, then they will re-invite some people onto the stage. They may bring up different people or they may bring up some of the same people. But sometimes they'll do that just because every time they bring people up onto the stage, it sends out another notification. So along with the room refresh, they've now got more notifications going out. So they may get more new people who are uh, you know, seeing that notification for the first time or are now available, and they will join the room as well. In addition to that, um, you can, when you enter a room or you start a room, you can uh, ping your contacts. You can, it tells you, if you say you want to ping your contacts, it'll give you a list of your contacts based on uh, when they were last on uh, the uh, app. So if they're on right now, there'll be a little green dot next to them. If they're not, if there's no green dot, then it'll show when they were on the app last. 15, 20 minutes, four hours, 20 hours, whatever it is. But it's a good habit to get into if you're up on stage to take the ones to ping the people that are on the app right now. They may be in a room that they're not interested in uh, listening to, and they may come over and join you. And, and as a matter of fact, the moderators, the room owners, will tell you, please ping your uh, contacts into the room. Here's a few more ways to increase your following. Partner with people within your industry who have a bigger following than you do, um, especially the people who follow them that don't follow you, and you can get your audience and bring them together. Craft the audience to follow your moderators throughout the throughout the, uh, the the talk. You can remind the audience. Don't forget to follow uh, so and so. Um, follow your moderators or they may introduce the moderators one at a time as they're starting the room or refreshing the room and then ask people to remember to follow them. Uh, you can also ask your audience to ping someone they know into the room. That's a good way to increase the size of the room. Bring a variety of people on stage to speak. Different perspectives make your conversations more interesting, relatable, and valuable to your audience. Uh, again, we don't want it to be just an echo chamber. We want to allow other people with diverse opinions and diverse perspectives and lifestyles and um, ideas and people from other countries and you know uh, different backgrounds. We want everybody to have a voice so that we can have a richer experience within the room. And then invite people to be guests on your live stream podcast. You know, if you find somebody who is speaking and they have they fit right in with your podcast uh, theme, make sure you say, you know what, I have a podcast and I would love to have you on as a guest. If that's something that you would consider, please uh, write to me or here's my you know link. Or go to ShellyCardi.com, Tunis.com, you know, and uh, all my links are there. Make it easy for people to connect with you. Uh, and if you, uh, so they have this protocol that they use for allowing people on Clubhouse so that they can uh, uh, meter the number of people on uh, in the app. 
Uh, and the way they do that is you have to be invited by somebody that's already there, or you have to be invited by somebody who's starting a room. If you're, uh, if you're interested in joining Clubhouse, uh, what we can do is the next time we have a room, send us an email to agkmedia.studio. I'm sorry, agkmediastudio.gmail.com. And we'll send you an invitation to our next room. And by being there, you'll get the opportunity to join Clubhouse. So you'll have the double pleasure of listening to our room and then being able to join. Just let us know if you want that. We'll be That's happy. Right. We're scheduling our Clubhouse um, hour that we do every week. We'll be on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Mountain Time in our club, Rewiring, Not Retiring. And again, if you want an invitation to that, or if you just want an invitation to join Clubhouse, let us know by writing to us at agkmediastudio at gmail.com. I should have known you had that slide in there. It's right there. Mm -hmm. It's not worked that great. Mm -hmm. So how do you optimize your Clubhouse bio for building a network? When people follow you, they're going to go first to your bio and check you out and see that you are somebody that they are interested in following or interested in connecting with and what you have to offer within your bio. You know what I should have thought of? I should have opened up a club deck so they could see it. Uh, my bio. Some of the things you want in your bio, create an extended informational bio and include emojis. They like emojis, especially emojis on Clubhouse that have meaning. Uh, they, they have a place on Clubhouse where you can go and it shows you what the emojis all mean. Uh, you can probably just Google it too. But like for instance, a pair of jeans is um, a generation X, X right? Baby Boomers has their own emoji. So if you are, you're targeting, you want to work with people who are in those two, or if you want to invite people into your club who are in those two groups, you know, you want to include those two emojis. Uh, okay. I would stay away from the money bags type emojis because people get kind of turned off by that. Um, and sometimes the clubhouse algorithm will say, yeah, we don't need any more of that. So, uh, but use the emojis that they suggest for uh, helping to define what your group and what your talk is about and what your bio is about. And then include a call to action, leading people to connect with and message you on your main social media platform. So they will easily connect with you on Instagram, but if you prefer for them to contact you in another way, then say, if you, you know, for instance, you say, if you want my free download of something, then you know, do this and give them that call to action and a way to access it. And here, practice our call to action 27 amazing ideas, free client attraction checklist. And here's the link. Um, but of course, first we would just say, just go to shellacarmy.com, all my links are there, and then you would see this as well as many other that you could do uh, to connect with me. If you are interested in attracting clients with a social media storm of content, this is again another call to action. We have a creative campaign producers training where you can learn to produce a creative campaign to attract clients through content marketing. It's free. It's at agkmedia.studio. So please go check that out. See how easy that is? 
I can put that in my Clubhouse bio, agkmedia.studio, free creative campaign producers training, and they can easily go there and connect with me. And, you know, skip the whole Instagram step. So if you would like to connect with us to schedule a free consultant call to define your social media goals, assess your specific needs, clarify your best options, please contact us at any one of these. You can find all of our links, messagesandmethods.com, shellycarney.com, and tunis.com. All of our links are on those sites. Super easy. Very convenient. Did you have anything else to add? I do want to show those pages. Let me, uh, let me um, take over the take messages. It's going to be a way to have two mice at one time. Uh, so I'm going to close this window here. Is that okay? Yeah. So let's go back to uh, each of these uh, before we leave you for this evening. That's our Leveraging Your Content on Facebook. Uh, it's a Facebook group. Please join us there. You'll see all our videos all our promos, all our offers, everything we do. Uh, all our live videos get streamed right, get streamed there. right into there. Uh, and then if you'd like to be a guest on our Messages and Methods program on Wednesday night, go to journey.agkmedia.studio. Journey, let me see if I put that, I think I have that right here. So journey.agkmedia.studio, follow the instructions. And if we don't like calling it an application, but it uh, gives you everything you need to know about uh, being a guest on one of our uh, programs. Mostly it's watching. Answers all the frequently asked questions. Right, that's what it boils down to. So, and uh, we do it in a video uh, way, so that uh, makes it very convenient for you. And then um, the other thing that I wanted to tell you about was what Shelly mentioned earlier. That's our AGK Media Studio live streaming made easy course. Watch one video. Sign your name, your email address, and you'll be taken to another page where you'll see um, five videos on the uh, introduction of uh, producing your own live streams and uh, podcasts. And I think I have that one as well. That would be there. So that's at ccp.agkmedia.studio. Uh, go there, and then all you have to do is uh, sign your uh, name and gives your email address and you'll be taken directly to the uh, training page, all right? And then, oh, Shelly already told you about a training, uh, our client attraction um, checklist. And that, oh, I'm gonna do a hand that one. I do not have that one. Podcaster? That's not podcaster. No, no, no. AGK Media-CAC 2021 is going to be in the description box. Okay, that's right. Videos, so Okay, that's all I had in terms of additional information. All right. Turn off the uh, banner, go back to branding, and you can say everybody to say your goodbye. Not that we like saying goodbye in advance. And thank you all for being with us today. We appreciate you. And we hope that you learned a lot about social audio and how you can use it in enhancing your brand and business online. For Shelly Carney, live stream coach, I am your host, Shelly Carney, and we will see you again next week on Starting Tuesday at 4 o'clock. We'll be on Clubhouse. With rewiring 
not retiring. And the topic was tough next week. You decided. Sam decided. Sam decided. Yeah. I'll join us. It'll be like. Probably it'll be what we talked about today. We'll just expand on it. Oh, so if you have any comments you'd like to make or questions you'd like to ask, join us on Clubhouse. Exactly. And if you need an invitation to join Clubhouse, uh, send a text message to agkmedia.studio at gmail. I'm sorry, agkmediastudio at gmail.com and we'll in, send you an invitation. Thank you for joining us for the AGK Media Studio podcast with Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Please subscribe, leave a great review, and comment with questions or ideas for future shows. Share our podcast with your family and friends and discover how you can become a creative campaign producer at agkmedia.studio or join our Facebook group, Leveraging Your Content. Check the show notes for links and resources and please come back again next week.